0: It's back. And it must be Tuesday. April Fools. It's Wednesday. I know. It is hard to tell what day it is these days with all of us self-quarantining at home or some of it's not even self-imposed. We are now at a safer at home order in several states here. But that's why Mrs. Brideside's back to talk with my friend, actress, writer, wear-of-all-hats, Sadie Katz. So I'll keep this short and sweet so we can just get on with it since we've been gone for so long. Enjoy. Do you still love watching your stories? Are you looking for a place to talk about all your favorite soap operas, past and present, Well, that's why we believe in soap operas. It's your general soap dish with news, recaps, and interviews from your favorite soap stars. So join me, longtime soap superfan, Lucretia Lyon, and my guests each week as we talk the latest and greatest in all things soaps, because you only have one life to live. just really high or joking about i'll be it's just what i have to say and i've got a master's degree now on apple google and spotify yeah mrs brightside you're listening to mrs brightside where the glass is always half full it's your cbt on cbd and I know it's been a while, but I was out of Los Angeles and not really wanting to record remotely. But now we have no choice. So today I have a good friend, an actress, producer, wearer of all hats, Sadie Katz.
1: Thanks for having me, six feet away. <laughs> 6,000 feet. How, how far away are we?
0: Yeah, I'm in Tyler, Texas, which is literally the other side of Texas, East Texas. Um, so yeah, I think we're in, in definitely in safe distance. <laughs>
1: <Great>. <laughs> I, I think everyone like this is the point where everyone's going bad. Like oh yeah, like we were supposed to do 15 days or, or what was it? Two weeks, 14 days, and it's like the slow realization of like. It's not going to be two weeks. It's going to be much
0: longer. Well, yeah, because Garcetti said it's going to be until May. And I, the the selfish part of me was like, oh, my God, does that mean we will run out of episodes of General Hospital? That was my first thought. <laughs> um, and did they film the nurses ball yet? This is what I care about. But I'm I'm in Tyler, Texas, which doesn't even have shelter in place yet. Although they're saying... That it will be. Oh, you guys
1: aren't sheltering in place?
0: Well, we are. Me and my mom are because we can both work from home as I just podcast and, you know, play on the internet as she says and write. And she, her job, like, she could already work from home anyway. And it's an essential business so they're, you know, still operating. But, yeah, they've got most everyone working from home that can. And a lot, the restaurant's dining rooms and bars and stuff are closed but not everything is.
1: Oh really? Yeah,
0: and that's it's interesting to see the difference, and that's why I'm like, oh, I'm for once glad I'm not in LA.
1: Oh yeah, LA is like, I mean, there's just not, like, there's nothing to do and there's nowhere to go, and I mean, you kind of—it's like
0: that here all the time.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, I mean, it's really weird to see like. You know, I went to, the only person I've really seen is my son, and um, he lives about a mile and a half away in Hollywood, and I saw people, like, going to hike, of course, and running in because he's over there, or he's over in, he's actually over by Griffith Observatory, oh, yeah. which is another hiking area, and I'm like, I'm like, listen, you bitches, don't you Dare be going to hike because if you guys make us have to be longer in quarantine, yeah. I'm going to go out there and stab you all. Um, so, I mean, you're kind of like mad if you see people not. You know what? The weirdest thing that's here, I don't know if you have this in Texas, I'm guessing not, is if you go to a restaurant or, or not a restaurant, like to go pick up takeout, or you go to a grocery store, we have X's on the floor that like counts out six feet so that's crazy I know it's really scary I mean that's why I'm just like it's the apocalypse it's crazy my friend had um his birthday yesterday and we had like a bunch of people on like a call so there's like 15 people in their houses calling and it really felt I'm like dude apocalypse movies I can't say the word. Post-apocalyptic movies feel very <laughs> accurate. We look at oh, the yeah. window; people walk by with masks on their face, and I'm like, "I'm like, this is it, right?" Like, I, I it's almost like I going back to real life is going to feel really weird. And they say we can get infected again, so we're going to have another wave after this.
0: What I find interesting is how I don't know whether to feel good or bad that my life hasn't changed that much. Like, because the social distancing and the not being around people, I'm like, all right, cool. Uh- <laughs> you
1: always say this, okay? Yeah. Like, you always say that you're an introvert, right? Yeah. But... You go out a lot, like you go. Oh yeah, out I
0: like having fun. I I do like going you out. You
1: see people, like you Ew. know everyone. <laughs> so you, I feel like you have this stick where you're like, I'm an introvert, but like you also go out and like. I can fake you being always human. Are super dressed up. <laughs> like, yeah. You're you're always dressed up, kind of outlandishly.
0: I do love and, to dress up.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I, like I keep reading people online that are like, I'm an introvert, and this doesn't change my life. But a lot of the people who who write that, I'm like, I'm like, dude, you go out more than I do. Actually, I just go out and I like go out. Like the reason I'm so outgoing when I go out is I finally got out of my cage because I only go out like maybe twice a week.
0: Yeah, same. It's like, you know, when oh, I live really? by myself oh, yeah. in LA, like well, and that's the thing, is there I would go out just because there was stuff to do. But I'm where I grew up, Tyler, Texas, and there was a reason we had drug problems in high school. There ain't shit to do. Even though there is a mall here, they did shut that down for this, but it's one of those things that it's like, nah, there just ain't shit to do here and I've been here for a couple months, um, you know, about to go was about to head back to LA uh when you know work started popping back up and then it's like nope all that shut down
1: did you okay so at your mall Mm -hmm. because i i'm just wondering because we we i wrote you about being white trash (laughs) did you have growing up a glamour shots a spencer's a hot topic and let's see, and um, <laughs> I'm trying to think in a hell like a Hello Kitty store when you're a kid.
0: Uh, they didn't have a Hello Kitty store. This uh, Tyler is very much a bubble. While it's a big city, it's like the biggest city in East Texas. Over like a hundred thousand people live here, and then there's like a small little area surrounding like stuff. They're very religious. There's a church on every corner. It's not, do you go to church? It's, where do you go to church? So Spencer's, we had one and it went away. Now there is one now that it's sort of changed a little bit. But yeah, like we would have to go to Longview, the blue collar bigger city or up to Dallas to go to Spencer's because my brother even worked for Spencer's and we love them. But Hot Topic, we did get a Hot Topic when I was in middle school. We finally got one of those and then, uh, glamour shots was always there in the mall because yeah, that's the thing is people. This is actually way more like L.A. than other places because everybody thinks their shit don't stink and loves to take pictures of themselves. Like that's a big thing here. So glamour shots was in the mall, and my dad worked at KB Toys, and oh a God. friend of mine's mom worked at the glamour shots, and uh, they they really liked each other, so it was not too far. So yeah, it was hilarious. So my <laughs> my dad the hoe. <laughs>
1: Your dad got glamour shots?
0: No, he was oh. um, interested in the woman who was a friend of mine's mom at Glamour oh. Shots, and they worked just a few stores down from one another.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I was just thinking. I was like, because the mall was like such a big thing when I was a kid. Like, yeah. It was like going to the mall, gonna get digits. <laughs> and, um, like sisters, get digits. I, it Was like a big deal to go <laughs> uh, to go and get like. Uh, the cards at Glamour Shots and like the cards had like big obese like like when I say obese I mean like 850 pound naked women on the cards (laughs) you'd like go in there and they would say like they were gag cards you know like funny cards they'd be like you know happy birthday you know you wanted this for your birthday and that was like you'd sneak in there and like, I was religious, so, like, we would get in trouble for going to
0: that store, and Hot Topic was, like, from the devil. <laughs> See, <laughs> we, we were, were like, supposed- the one pagan family here, so we were, like, the people who would go to these places to buy stuff from Spencer's to Hot Topic and bring it in, and the other kids weren't allowed to hang out with us.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. You're, like, you were, like, the Molly Ringwald. Oh, yes. That you remind me <laughs> of, right? Yeah. like, black eyeliner. Your mom's like, it's okay, honey, to be
0: different. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, I remember I had a fake nose ring because my favorite movie was The Craft in third grade. Oh, my God. So I was Nancy and they, for Halloween, and they were like, no, you got to take that out. <laughs> I'm like, it's not real.
1: Oh, my God, at your schools, you showed up, and yeah. your mom let you just. Judge- oh my god it was fake oh yeah your mm-hmm. mom let you watch horror movies yeah, yeah my both of
0: my parents did. Loved go, yeah, yeah and your
1: dad, yeah,
0: dad loves horror so mm-hmm.
1: and then your brother looks a little bit like uh what's his face from 16 candles i think because of the red hair what's his name
0: uh john pryor <sighs> or andrew mccarthy Oh, wait, no, um, Michael, oh, yeah, or no, no, Sixteen Candles, I was thinking Pretty in Pink, Sixteen Candles, Anthony Michael Hall, or, the,
1: yeah, when he gets older, Yeah, yeah.
0: oh, yeah, I can see yeah. that.
1: Can you see that? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait,
0: no, Sixteen Candles, oh, sorry, mixing up my John Hughes, although I loved those movies. Oh,
1: my God. I was,
0: I was in love with John Cusack when I was a kid, and Edward Norton, and David Duchovny, I've always been weird. Oh, <laughs> totally. Totally.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, it's kind of sometimes I feel sad. Like, I'll think about. Uh, my son, and I'm like, God, he never got those movies, but then mm-hmm. I I just was flipping through Netflix, and I saw a bunch of, like, TV series, and I'm like, oh, you know, and get, like, My So-Called Life and stuff, but they have these really great... All the series, though, are about it being the end of the world, and the kids, like, having superpowers, and being angsty and stuff, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, maybe they do have some pretty good shows. They're definitely, like we've been prepared for the apocalypse and maybe that's why it doesn't it feels weird but maybe it doesn't feel as weird as it would because we've watched so many shows about it being the end of the world that we're kind of like I feel like this anyway I'm walking around I'm like yep yep this is exactly it feels like this it's like this so maybe that's why it's so crazy right now because we're like oh yeah the mask people are wearing masks like that the homeless people are already on the street like that in la anyway so you're like oh there's the walking dead like everyone yeah i always compared la
0: to the walking dead and how like the way that it is around there but now it's almost like omega man uh where no one's on the streets of la that movie uh that charlton heston which what i am legend was the remake with will smith Um, just seeing those scenes back then of just L.A. with no traffic, but now you're seeing it for real.
1: Well, now there's still, here's the thing. We went to go pick up food, which we haven't done lately as much in the last few days, but we went to pick up food, and the only people on the streets were the homeless people, and they're like, you know, because they're all tweaked out still, they're still getting drugs, um, they're walking like, we're like, oh, great. There's 10 people walking down the street, but they're all homeless and they're all walking all crazy. I'm like, they look like the walking dead.
0: It's literally it's Santa Monica at night. That's why I didn't live there for very long. Uh, <laughs> and so I, now know, it's everywhere.
1: Yeah, you know, it's like, it's really weird because we've allowed the homeless population to like grow and grow and grow. And I mean, if anything ends up crippling LA from. The coronavirus it's going to be the homeless population and part of me is like hmm, I bet they'll mysteriously disappear and later on we'll find out like
0: when Giuliani like... was mayor of New York and they mysteriously disappeared from there
1: I, right, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean here's what's really weird is I still don't know anyone with COVID-19 I don't like other than someone in Italy I don't actually know anyone, and, you know, we both have a ton of friends on, you know, social media, and do you know anyone?
0: Uh, no, and even here, like, someone at my grandparents' church had it, and so they shut down the church, and they've shut down all the churches, like, everywhere, apparently, because of the large gatherings, but I don't know their name or who it is, but, yeah, it's kind of odd.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know one person who's kind of an attention whore, who, like, <laughs> says they have it on my social media. Kind of
2: an attention one whore. One guy
1: who, like, has claimed that he's been jumped, who's claimed, like,
2: you know, he's a,
1: like, he's claimed a lot of things on social media, I think, once he had cancer, once mm. he had been, mm. like, he's gay, and he's been a victim of more hate crimes than anyone I've ever known, um... Not that I would normally accuse someone of that, but I just don't believe that he's a Yeah, with Jesse Smollett,
0: it's kind it, of like, it's hard to believe people sometimes when they're always crying wolf, you know.
1: Yeah, this guy is like, when he wrote that he had COVID-19, I was like, oh, that's funny. You've also been, um, jumped like eight times in the last two years, like, for being gay, uh,
0: in LA so like that's in LA yeah
1: yeah yeah if it was somewhere else I might be like wow he's living in a dangerous area but in LA and he always is posting like graphic pictures that don't actually look like blood (laughs) like okay so uh, that's the only person on my page and he's like you know he's got every symptom of COVID-19 too (laughs) yeah (laughs) like their textbook symptoms but you know Maybe I'm wrong, but I doubt it. Uh, but yeah, I don't know anyone who's sick from it, so it seems so strange. I'm like, I'm like, okay, the hospitals are overflowing, but our hospital, like a lot of our hospitals, were already overflowing. So, I'm like, did you guys get so you have a thousand cases and spread out over you know how many states? So it feels really strange. It's like this very strange thing. And they're like, oh, you know, this week is going to be the wave. So you're like, okay, the wave's coming. It's just a very, like, I've never been into conspiracy theories. but Oh, I've, I've like, always
0: been. My dad was oh, a really? huge conspiracy theorist. He believes he was probed during the Kennedy assassination because my grandpa was a journalist and covered it. <laughs> but my dad was also, like, five when that happened, so. <laughs> oh,
1: you're kidding. Well, I mean, this is the first time that I've been, like, I've been, like, literally on the fence on and off. Like, it's not that I don't believe that that there's a real virus, but I'm like, hmm, do I believe that this virus, like, appeared or is it man-made, sort of? So I'm kind of feeling like, you know, China made it. And then I'm like, is this, the, is the government's reaction sort of like this weird experiment of how easily we all like went along with staying in our house?
0: That's what and... my brother's been saying too. He's like, yeah, is this just an experiment? Because it does seem odd. And, and to me, I'm like, look, if they say stay home, you, you won't infect other people. People should kind of go along with that to protect other sure. people. But it does seem odd that it's just this widespread and they're literally shutting everything down i mean uh, there's nothing wrong with asking questions and starting to feel because the media certainly has blown it oh out of proportion and it's like it's one thing to listen to dr fauci but some of the people are putting out false information and making it worse (laughs) what
1: happened to dr drew too oh yeah i love dr
0: drew he's pretty well he doesn't say
1: anything is he still talking like all of a sudden he hasn't said a damn thing
0: it's Like yeah. the government
1: went to him and said shut the fuck up I listen to like- Dr.
0: Drew every week um and on his uh, Dr. Drew and Adam so Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew are sort of being a little bit more reasonable and trying to get the facts and things with this so yeah their podcast like is still going and they're still talking about it and still basically saying like look be diligent and all that but this is a little bit overblown and it's the panic that's the problem
1: well i mean it's just it's like the the problem is too is now they're like i'm reading stuff where they're like saying you can bring it in on your shoes it's gonna come back it may never leave us and i'm like okay so are we Gonna stay in, yeah. but then I'm also we don't want to kill our older people, like you know. Um, so obviously, I'm like, okay, if we have to stay in, but I'm thinking this is a very weird. It's it's it hasn't accelerated here on the level of like the swine flu, yeah. uh, the bird flu, um, or even
0: just the regular flu. I mean, or just
1: the regular yeah. flu. But they're saying that the growth rate for this. You know it is different. I think it's
0: more contagious because it because it is a virus, you know, and like easily spread, but as far as like being fatal, it is only like two percent or whatever, which you know two percent is not good, but it's certainly better than the inverse, but, yeah,
1: well, they're saying it like they're saying that you know, 70% of LA Mm -hmm. would get it if we didn't all stay in. Yeah. 2% of 70% of LA would be a lot.
0: Because people are, there's too many people there as it is, and you're all in close quarters, you know, with the way things work. But, like, there's a reason Governor Abbott didn't really shut down Texas, because there's a lot of places where people aren't even near another. I mean, I have cousins that live on a farm that are nowhere near another house. Like...
1: (laughs) Right. Right, so it seemed yeah, I mean, it seems a little bit like
0: Yeah
1: uh, Yeah, it seemed like it- maybe like nursing homes should have been shut down i don't know
0: i know my grandma's having to day drink by herself and is sending me pictures she wishes i would make a martini because i make better martinis i was
1: gonna say what does she drink what's her drink
0: uh well it's funny luckily just before all this we had gone to san diego and um, i was supposed to work an event but we were just day drinking like mimosas and martinis and all sorts of stuff she's a big wine person too so i I was like you're just a bad influence on her because now she's been drinking but even they brought people a glass of wine at the old folks home because they're not happy about being stuck in there and all their activities are canceled because i was teaching them yoga but i'm not allowed to go and teach yoga because it puts too many people together oh
1: my god i love that (laughs) i didn't know that you taught yoga
0: oh yeah uh, that's what i did in dallas uh a lot when i moved to la like they required more hours uh, at a lot of places and it just isn't worth the money there like because everything's so far apart but yeah taught yoga for several years in dallas and uh, that's what i was doing while i've been here was teaching at the old folks home
1: <laughs> oh how fun yeah. i would have yeah. that I love me old people. I know. That's me.
0: I'm like, I love old people. I mean, everybody needs to make sure Betty White is fine, okay? Because Golden Girls was my jam. And she's the only one left. I
1: know. But, I mean, when Betty White goes, it'll be a sad day. Mm. I feel like she's always been old, too. Yeah. Like, you know, the old people you said, like, that kind of bums me out about art. Our old people, our generation of old people, like you look at Madonna, and
0: Madonna, I'm like, Madonna. (laughs) Madonna's our generation of old people. yeah, like, I know, that's what
1: we did. I don't want that. Yeah, I want Madonna to grow older and be like a cool old lady, but not like Joan cool.
0: Rivers. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I want her to be like Joan Rivers, cool, but not like Madonna. Did you see that video of Oh her yes, it was so bathtub? sad. And I was like, God damn it, Madonna! Like you were, you were supposed to teach us how to grow old and be cool, but and not like that. We don't want you to look like you're trying to be. I went. how old was she I don't know what that is because I loved Madonna I feel bad even I feel like part of me cringes talking bad about her because I loved her so much but her skin stretched tighter than it was in the 80s
0: (laughs) oh yeah like she doesn't look great and like I saw the video of her singing into her hairbrush and it doesn't even sound great either
1: and I'm like what is
0: happening
1: and she's singing and, into yeah, her I love hairbrush, too. Yeah. stumbling, and it's not, it's not, like, fun. It's, you know. It's sad. She look, it's like, what are you, she's not having fun, she's, she's like Britney Spears, she's always by herself, she doesn't like being around other women. Yeah. You know, Britney Spears, God bless her. She never yeah, has she any seems girlfriends like a sweetie. By
0: her.
1: <laughs> she is. She's, I mean, you could tell she's always on, like, some opiates or something. Yeah.
0: She's got some real issues, like, I I mean, I'm sure Madonna does too, but we just didn't see
1: it. Madonna does too, but they never have a girl by them, ever. It's like, only men, only young men to, like, worship them, and they never have a girlfriend. And I think maybe it would be cute of her singing in her hairbrush if she had, like, three girlfriends by her that were, like, laughing and giggling. But she's, like, alone, in her bathroom, filled with milk, naked. (laughs) singing in her hairbrush like it's so sad it's it's like michael jackson really
0: yeah well i mean the aging party people it just never goes well and that's sort of like you can either evolve which madonna was good at evolving her music i guess she just wasn't good at evolving herself like
1: oh what a great statement that's so true she always did evolve her music and Mm -hmm. then she, i always thought like madonna was gonna end up directing remember when she was yeah. on stage? she was directing so she would kind of turn that which i think that's what angelina jolie keeps trying to do like she's trying to like step away from the camera and like go behind the scenes and like direct and which makes like sense a, yeah yeah, yeah. Which would be less
0: pressure you, that way. Yeah.
1: Yeah, or you know, change your roles and not feel like you have to be
0: the sex spot anymore. Like the sex pot. Yeah, because I see so many people that it's like, well, like I've been watching Desperate Housewives because I loved that show, and and you oh know we got all me day, too. and so yeah, and like like Edie's character, it is kind of sad that you're the aging party girl, and everyone else has kind of grown up and moved on. I mean.
1: Mm yeah I mean it. I think it's fun if you're playing a character that's aware of that then then it's cool yeah. you know I mean, yeah it, you're playing a plan. cart
0: yeah but yeah. as far as in real life it's like that no. is odd
1: no even though it's weird because we have like we do have the whole like real housewives so like <laughs> glamour yeah. that it's like a whole franchise it's, and then we also have I don't know if you saw it Like, it's funny, if you saw Hustlers
2: and, like, it's like J-Lo is some hero. Because yeah,
0: I haven't seen that, but I've heard it's good. Like, And I, and no, I Lopez I is an know. example of someone who did pretty well, as sort of transition and more, and doesn't really mind to play like a mother or a cop. She doesn't have to be the sex bot, but she's still got a rock and bod, so she shows it off at the Super Bowl. Oh, a lot of plastic yeah. surgery.
1: Yeah. I thought it was like yeah. overblown, because if you see her in tabloids and stuff, like she looks great. Everyone's like, she's great, because she's yeah. 50. But I'm like... the her like everyone i I guess i can't talk crap on the movie because everyone says it's great (laughs) it's really a bunch of strippers who steal from men and like take their drugs and and drug them and
0: steal the money because they're bankers and then that's the justification they get away with it and don't go to jail it's crazy (laughs) yeah not really great message
1: (laughs) no it's a horrible message and then j like you know the boss and it breaks up their friendship and stuff like i didn't really i when i watched the movie i was like they literally do like five shopping montages and i'm like <laughs> i'm like i don't understand why and they're all wearing i don't mind a mink coat but they're all wearing mink coats and like diamonds and it's like yay we're great and i'm and you know they made a big deal over the fact that she did her own like pole dancing and like she wanted a close up to show she was the one doing the pole dancing. I'm like, Jayla's the dancer. Yeah. Like, she why from. would she
0: not be the one doing like, the why pole she
1: dancing? Not? She only dances really like one big dancing where you see her. I'm like. I'm like, if I was paid millions of dollars at 50 to do that, I would be sure that I could learn to pole dance. It's not that hard They have pole dancing classes on every major city. I don't
0: know. Oh, yeah. I I, hot yoga at a pole dancing studio.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I cried at the end, but I cry at every movie. I cry over a Kleenex commercial. (laughs) It's hard for me. Like, they cue that music. It's like, dun, dun. And I'm like, I start crying, you know? They, they do the, the strings. I, I get emotional over music. Forget
0: about it. I don't get that emotional about certain movies or TV shows, but there are some things that just kill me, like, and it's hilarious. Like, my mom always laughs because she calls Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, that movie where I cried <laughs> 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 at the Ravager funeral, and I was like, shut up. It's so are That's
1: a very good series. I just was listening to the soundtrack. It's yeah. weird that you brought it up.
0: Yeah, it's a good soundtrack, heard...
1: yeah. What, um, I'm trying to think. Kyle louder because you're into uh, Soaps, soap operas. Soaps, yeah, yeah. And do you know who Kyle Louder is? Yes,
0: I do. <laughs>
1: you know, I just did She's a cute. movie with him, and I did a, uh, like, a pilot with him. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I just did a vampire movie with him, <laughs> and and uh, he's on which one is he on? Uh, General Hospital?
0: Oh uh, no, right? Kyle, I think is on Days of Our Lives because it's one of the ones I don't Damn watch, wrong. but I know yeah. who he is. Like yeah. no, you're
1: right. Yeah. I'm
0: like, I'll look it up here so I get it right. Cause yeah, like um, I just he's a dad, so- too. Oh yeah, I love the Zaddies, as I call him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm sure I have
0: problems. But um,
1: my aunt was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a fan of his."
0: Yeah, Days and, of Our Lives. I thought so because I was like, "I'm pretty sure it's Days," because Days usually yeah, because has he like all off good the show,
1: looking and then dudes. He got picked up. Yeah. Yeah, he was off the show and then he came back to the show. Yeah. And yeah, he plays a vampire on Amityville Harvest. Oh wow! And I'm I'm interviewing him.
0: <laughs> You're interviewing the I vampire. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, yeah, but it's like I'm, I, I'm doing like a civil, I'm doing a documentary on like a, a historical Civil War house or something, and um, I, I don't know that he's a vampire, <laughs> even though if if you see Kyle, like. He, he, looks
0: he like could a easily play a vampire. Like I mean, <laughs> did you ever watch uh, Port Charles? It was the General Hospital spinoff, and Michael Easton oh. played a vampire on there. He's super hot. He's on General Hospital now, but yeah, he played a vampire on Port Charles.
1: <laughs> oh no! You know I've never watched soap operas. Didn't you? Really? I didn't. Yeah, I did grow up in a household. My aunt watched them, and she was really into them. And I, I never really watched them. And I. Part of me knows that I would probably get super hooked, especially because it would have been cool for acting. I think I would have dug it. But I think I think to watch soap operas, you have to come from like a family. Like a, it's like something your mom goes, "Here's the show you watch," and like she folds laundry. My mom didn't even wake up till like three o'clock.
0: Oh so <laughs>
1: wow! Like, <laughs> she,
0: yeah, she like, missed them.
1: Yeah, like I was coming home from school, and my mom was like just waking up having her coffee and cigarettes and she'd be like, I'm just you know, give it down and I was like, I just got home from school (laughs) like, What? (laughs) You're just getting up you know, she was up all night and then she'd finally wake up. But but I know that Kyle is he's very good and very scary in this movie. But
0: that um, sounds good.
1: Like And it's funny It's kind of good because I've got to work with, like, soap opera guys. Like, I worked with... uh, Oh, they're the best. (laughs) Yeah, they're really super pros. And they're, like, they actually... I thought they'd be divas because they, uh, you know...
0: No, they work so so hard. They have so much dialogue. I I remember I was in, like, a casting workshop for uh, The Young and the Restless one time and uh this joke i'll have to explain a little bit steve burton is an actor who plays a character that doesn't say a lot on general hospital but he'd moved over to the young and the restless for a while and the guy was like steve had like 40 pages of dialogue to Uh. memorize like so quick and i was like oh my god that's how much he had as jason morgan the entire time (laughs) (laughs) i mean laugh
2: because i know
1: it's crazy well jessica morris yeah, I love Jessica, offers, yeah. And they're really disciplined, but they're also workaholics, and I realized why, is because if you start doing soap operas, you're used to going to work, like, it's a, it's a, not a nine to five, it's like a nine to
2: eight. Oh, yeah. Or,
1: or, or like a, actually, you know, even more, like a six a.m. to eight, Monday through Friday, and They get used to acting that way, and so they're like super disciplined. And then I worked with Sean, Sean Mayer. He was from was he from soaps or from Firefly, which is kind of oh yeah,
0: he was on yeah because he was the doctor on Firefly. I love Sean, and he also was on uh, Arrow too.
1: (gasps) Oh yeah, and he was really great. But yeah, he didn't do soaps.
0: Yeah, I don't think he did.
1: Different. Yeah, which with another soap guy, I can't remember his name, but they, yeah, he didn't do subs, yeah, he did Firefly, which wasn't a soap. That was from, um, oh, my favorite, my favorite guy, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yeah, I loved Joss Buffy. Joss how yeah. dare
0: I? I know, um, yeah, because is my favorite, actually, because Nathan Fillion, the star, Malcolm Reynolds, he, than, he started than, out he, on a soap opera. He was Joey oh, Buchanan really, okay. on One Life to Live, which was what Jessica Morris was on. And I actually cried when her character died. <laughs> I was so well, upset. I loved her.
1: She can cry, like, you know, I, I always say I can cry on cue, but Jessica, when you see it, because I've seen her in her, her lifetime stuff, she cries on cue on, like, the next level. Like, she's, she's I want to say almost like, she's perfected her instrument, but she's also ruined her instrument, where, like, like she's in a great way, where, like, you can blow on her, and she's like, and tears. It's yeah. great. <laughs> it's great because she's done it so much. You know? She's, like, done it in that perfect way, but, I mean, I, like, if I could do soap operas, um, and, I mean, you get to work so much. It's like oh, yeah. Every day, it's like when you're in a really good Meisner acting class, you get so good. Like, I mean, because it's just I repetition.
0: Be... It's your ten thousand hours. It's yeah. A lot of people I learned am... on the fly, like Finn Wittrock, who was in like The Big Short and American Horror Story. He's you know become a big actor, and Michael B. Jordan too. They both started on All My Children. Oh yeah.
1: If I could be in a good acting class and and. Pick the the people in the class. Problem is, this is such a bitchy thing to say, but (laughs) (laughs) most of the acting classes, you either get like a guru acting teacher that that is like, have you ever seen Barry? Oh yes,
0: I love Barry.
1: Yeah, you get that kind of acting teacher. That
0: yeah, like Henry Winkler. Yeah,
1: Yeah, you get like you get a Henry Winkler, Mr. (laughs) Cousineau. Yeah, that makes the kids, like, all really needy, and then you get a bunch of, like, actors in L.A. that, like, 50% of them are fucking nuts, and they're not working, they're just literally going there to, like, you know, worship the teacher, And, and I just can't take it, I'm like, no, dude. Like, I'm an adult now. I just... I want to come here and I want to work, but I don't... I can't take the hero worship of the acting teacher. It's enough already.
0: Oh, yeah. I've only ever taken comedy acting classes or soap opera acting classes. (laughs) Like... Yeah, it's...
1: It's like... That's accurate. Yeah. The very class is accurate. Like, I've seen some stuff in class. And I've also, like... That's how I learned. I've had teachers, like, throw chairs at me and, like, scream at me, like you're not gonna fake it in this class and mm-hmm. i'm like you know okay okay and i'm you know i'm like abusing myself for an acting studio like raise those fucking stakes gonna, <laughs> sorry yeah,
0: that's a leslie Khan thing gonna go
1: through this. yes but it's true you oh. know it's it's true you're like and you know i'm like literally pretending that I've just been, like, tied up to a chair and going to be raped. And, like, I'm going through that emotionally, preparing for three hours and coming in, doing the scene in class for a scene. And then I have to, like, go back out in L.A. and try to live for an acting class. And I'm like, what am I doing? (laughs) And I'm paying $300 a month. And I'm just like... And then the kids in class are like, you know... You should really work on this part of the scene. You're like, dude, like, that scene could have won an Oscar that was flawless. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> this, like I, I just my soul open. Like, you ain't going to get a better scene than that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, if we would have done that on set, that would have been shot from a million different angles and edited. Like, what else do you want in that scene? Like, are you kidding? Like, yeah. Yeah, soaps are so. pretty
0: well two takes. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, and that's the yeah. thing. Yeah. And that's why they well, usually like have to film. be so good. You yeah. Get
1: two takes. Yeah. yeah you, two takes in indie. like uh, some films. I'm like, well, what else did you want? That's like, you know, we shot that in like twelve days. That's it. That's like, yeah. <laughs> like that. That was the budget. Like that's that's the most you're getting out of me, uh, and that's pretty good. But you know. I, it's it's the job i guess but yeah soap opera actors are pretty pretty they they're they're underestimated it was oh, really yeah. weird though because I, I recommended kyle for like uh, a job and the one of the for a play and the director asked me he goes well can he act like, what do you mean what? can he act he's done like 700 hours of soap operas he goes yeah but he's a good actor i'm like he's fucking fantastic he's like flawless
0: yeah he's i could really literally name worker. 10 soap opera actors right now that are just as good as anybody who's won an oscar like it's so yeah. crazy that people don't get that
1: yeah i was like can he do a comedic play in la <laughs> oh yeah. i'm like yeah i go he's he's got 700 hours of tv experience I'm like D- yeah like, this is the easiest thing for him. This is a, a funny play <laughs> where he's playing a douchebag. And, and he's <laughs> like, yeah, of course you could do this. And the, the theater director was like, mm, okay, we'll bring him in. <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> but yeah, they're like, not sure. There's soap opera actors for some reason. Like, people aren't that sure. I'm like, yeah, are you kidding? They, definitely could they be as good as could he be as good as like george clooney sure
0: oh yeah Is he's george better clooney than george clooney like,
1: Did like you see what's the movie where george clooney got nominated for an oscar and he's an astronaut it's um, horrible
0: god interstellar was he nominated for that one no where's that? the, the one with
1: sandra bullock yeah
0: that one gravity like, that was what interstellar gravity. was the nolan one with matthew mcconaughey oh, yeah. i wonder why oh. i would mix those up <laughs> I,
1: know, right? same movie? I don't know they're close he, to the like,
0: same yeah
1: he says goodbye to sandra Bullock, and he's like he's like he's not gonna cry he's like the best looking astronaut he's like see you catch you next time on the other side of the universe and you're like you're like, dude, yeah. <laughs> why did he deserve an Oscar for that? I'm yeah, he's no that.
0: Roger Howarth.
1: <laughs> no, <Sorry. laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I, I love your ability for mm. names. Your, yeah. your 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 mind is um, an index. It's why, like you should go on Jeopardy.
0: I know. I've actually tried. Like I, I always miss the test, though. Like they always pop up. I should. And there was a game show. I was. It was funny. I was actually flying back to LA to do a game show that I got in because I did so well. Um, it's the. I guess I can say it. Uh, they're redoing the weak, Weakest Link, and I was going to be on there, and um, got stuck in Vegas and had to come back here after the shutdown. <laughs> no really crazy yeah
1: are they gonna keep your name on the roster oh yeah
0: they said yeah we'll let you know whenever we do more like
1: oh my god Yeah. so the weakest link i was actually like on so i was on holding Mm. for two seasons of who wants to be a millionaire oh wow like which requires absolutely no like real no Mm. not who wants to be a millionaire i'm sorry uh the one who picks the boxes with harry mandel
0: oh deal I or wasn't no a deal box
1: girl. deal or no deal yeah
0: megan markle was absolutely. a deal or no deal girl huh she's come a long I, I, way
1: <laughs> i know megan markle she, yeah. no i wasn't it wasn't yeah. for me to, oh, be, to be, be a box girl you to be on
0: there yeah that's good
1: yeah i i went to like i went my aunt was like um she wanted to go to Universal Studios and and go for the audition with thousands of people, and she she said, "Come with me, come with me." And I'm like, "No, I don't want to do that." She mm-hmm. goes, I, "I," and she convinced me. I said, "Well, I'll go with you, and I'll tell you how to get on the show." I said, "Cause I I know what the producers are looking for," and I wore like you know mom clothes, you know mom jeans yeah. with like a mom sweater and my hair in a ponytail really cute mom makeup and I was coaching her what to do and I even brought like a little book to keep me company like this pink book that was like I don't know being pretty on the inside and the outside <laughs> you know yeah I'm not kidding. some
0: bull crap and, you know
1: <laughs> yeah it was it was actually the book that was set that sat on the side of my bed but you know I was, as I was coaching her, there's like 5,000 people or something crazy auditioning. We were there all day. And I was telling her what to do. And and of course they ended up like picking me (laughs) and the guy's like, oh, my wife has that book on her side of the table. I was really outgoing and, you know, really sweet. And I basically knew what they were looking for. And they ended up, they do a mock thing
0: yeah yeah because that's what I was going to is like a mock is uh, that what they
1: do yeah they do and then they even brought me back and brought me like back with like my friends and my family and like the third audition but they kept holding me because they were like we have too many like blonde haired blue eyed people so we'll put you on the next season you know they it's like obviously they need so many races and stuff but like that would have be been great because they just hand you money.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, you don't really have to do much on deal or no deal. <laughs> you don't have it's to like do anything.
1: Yeah. You're like, I want box seven. Give me box eight. And I was like, really, at that time, God, I was like 28 or something. I really needed the money. So that was like, that was part of my vision board. Mm-hmm. I was like, go on deal or no deal, make a million dollars, go buy a house in Texas. <laughs>
0: Get yeah a million dollars will get you a good house here in texas
1: <laughs> i know right that, but that was like because they kept calling me saying we're gonna have you on we love you you your tape was great you know my and my uncle like he came on and like cried oh. I, had, I was friends with these two twin guys they came on and were like sadie deserves this she's a single mom i had my cousins crying oh. like, everyone cried Yeah, that that's
0: where you get them is just cry like it's like how you get out of a ticket or you know
1: yeah or get on reality
0: tv or
1: (laughs) Or get on reality tv yeah you know it's funny i was just watching the um love is blind and everyone's crying and then i remember now during the audition everyone cried uh for me I, yeah, and I keep saying, why is everyone? God, they got everyone to cry. and Love is blind, but now I realize that's what they want. There's something about a camera. There's something about a camera being on people, and they start getting nervous, and they want, you know, they get excited. And everyone did cry. My uncle cried, tears rolling down his face.
0: Well, <laughs> cool. and people love to watch other people cry and sappy stuff. Like I'm not one of those people. I'm a rarity. I that makes me uncomfortable. Like, but. When it comes to reality TV, they love that emotional stuff, especially.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I think too that putting the music behind it is like that for me. It's like once people start crying, then they cue the music. I get uncomfortable with all the dudes that cry now.
0: Oh yeah, Uh it's a little like unnerving. I'm like, wait, why are you crying? (laughs)
1: And they're all, like, the dudes are, like, six foot two, and they cry. They don't even, like, go to wipe away their tears. Mm. It's all, like, just streaming. They just straight-up like ugly cry.
0: It's so gross. Ugly
1: crying, like, in their mouth, all quivering. Like, they're constantly crying now, more than the girls. It's, like, a lot. It's a lot.
0: It's, it's not cool. Like, I don't mean to be that guy, but, like, come on, guys, back up. <laughs> Nut up or shut up. It's the you know that's from Zombie Land, which is what we're living now, guys. Nut up or shut up. Nut up this. or shut up. Yeah, it's a lot. I, it's
1: a lot. It's really. It's. I mean, I think guys should cry like when they're like dies. legit sad.
0: Like you know, your dad dies. You can. Your dad. Yeah, your dog. Like that's hot when you cry because your dog died. But like just a yeah, few yeah. like tears, not ugly cry. It's never. It's not attractive when anyone ugly cries with the snot and everything.
1: Oh, I cry about everything. Mm-hmm. It, like, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's excessive. Like, I know it's excessive. I, I understand. Like, I understand. Even my son's like, Well, I knew you were going to cry, so it doesn't bother. Like, I get it. But my, but men, they're like just crying, like indiscriminately about everything. Like, it's, they're like, they think it's sexy. I'm like, No, dude. It's, you better have a damn good reason not. why you're crying. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it! Like you know, where you go and hide, like that's—it's it's all mixed up now. I don't like it, especially now where like it's an apocalypse.
0: Yeah, we need some <laughs> of you to be men. I don't want to have to be the man, but I'm gonna have to go get a shotgun just to take care of you know my mom's house. God, <laughs> does, does
1: your mom have it? Does your mom she's in Texas? Is she packing?
0: Uh, we have a BB gun, but, like, the funny thing is, is, like, me and my brother used to shoot each other with a BB gun, but she took our bullets, so we used nerds candy, but that's also why we don't have, like, major weapons or anything, but I told her, I was like, look, the gun stores are still open, we're gonna have to go get a shotgun.
2: (laughs)
1: Uh, Well, only because everyone has one in Texas. Yeah,
0: exactly, like, you've gotta just be able to protect yourself, and I think a shotgun... Because I've seen all the Evil Dead movies, and that's I, I like to go by Ash Williams' way of the apocalypse. It's just my personal. Yes. Wait,
1: wait. Okay. So Evil Dead. Remind me. What's What's the Ash Williams philosophy?
0: Well, Ash is just always he. He's you know he loses his hand in the second one and has to, yeah because it gets infected by the deadites and he cuts it off and just puts a chainsaw there. So, yeah, Ash is just kind of, like, one of the cooler, like, more post-apocalyptic characters. Like, he's got his boomstick, his shotgun, and then his chainsaw. And, like, he's just really, you know, catch-on-the-flip-flop kind of guy. He's goofy. I love Bruce Campbell, so.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm sort of, like, I can be a big chicken, but <laughs> I know for sure shit went down. I Like, my brain would just, like, like, okay, let's go. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna win. I'm gonna yeah. win.
0: I'm like, like, I will defend myself. I'm not going to start this shit, but I will defend myself. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm ai like, I have two modes. I mean, they're, like, completely panic mode, completely upset, freaking out, or, like, take no prisoners. Like, okay, like, this is it now. Great, fine, fuck off. Like, I get that mode. Right? I think that's what's weird right now is, like, I talked to a friend the other day, and I was like, I thought the apocalypse would be a lot more fun. Yeah. Like, this this social distancing thing is where they got us.
0: Like, Yeah, especially some people who really need attention. Like, it's hilarious the way you're seeing certain celebrities and people online, and you're like, boy, this is not going well for them. People are going to go nuts with the cabin oh. fever.
1: Oh, for sure. I think, like... I'm wondering if after this, does the Kardashians kind of like become less relevant? I mean, they've held it like yes. somehow they've stayed. If one bright side of this so is that. <laughs> I mean, after this, we'll, we just be like, nah, we're kind of done. Like, enough. Um, I don't know. But it is, this is the weird thing because if you make everyone social distance, then there's no congregating to it's kind of genius. there's then there's no way we can protest yeah and protest online. There's no way for us to get together and say, "Hey, I don't really agree. What are we going to tweet about it?"
0: Well, and that is the thing is it is sort of really working into these narcissist online's mode of like they didn't want to leave their couch. That's why they went online to say all their piece and all that um, and protests and things like that. They weren't actually doing anything. They were slacktifists. But this is sort of making them heroes by staying home. That's the part I don't like. I mean, I'm fine with it, but let's not let these people think that they're heroes. It's like, okay, you're doing the right thing like everybody else. No. But that's
2: what I worry said, about. Is just all like the...
1: my fiance. Like we're here like you guys be like our our forefathers. We stayed home. Like this is some heroic thing. We're yeah. not like basically we're sleeping and we're staying up to like, you know, three in the morning, then we're sleeping and we're doing nothing. Like this is not heroic behavior. This mm-hmm. is this is like just what we're doing. It, it, it like it hasn't even been two weeks yet, like, we're, we're, we're staying home, we're getting fat, we're doing nothing, like, you know, it's not like we're going and, and we're sewing masks at home and the government's sending us, like, hey, tell you what, we'll give you a $2,000 check if you stay home and you sew this kit together, you know, like, they've completely, like, you know, uh, disempowered us, yeah, in like this crazy way. It's like we don't even have to fill out anything or do anything. It's really weird. I mean, that's, that's why it sort of feels the
0: idea is to strange. be dependent on the government. I know
1: I think, they're
0: like, sadly,
1: Bernie Sanders is a socialist. he's yeah. terrible. This isn't good. And then literally, that's what we're a doing. A week later, they're <laughs> like, we're gonna send you money. Don't pay your rent for six months, and don't do anything just stay home and be on the internet and we're gonna give you news for several hours a day i'm like oh, that sounds totally like north korea i don't know about you and think the president's amazing oh well okay (laughs) (laughs) all right whatever you say
0: yeah, that's it's just really crazy, weird. and that's why you know a lot of us in this are going. You know, we're of course watching our post-apocalyptic movies. Uh, one of my favorites is *The Crazies* with Timothy Oliphant. I hope I can find. Oh, that I've one. never seen it. Yeah, it's like a good. It's like a really good like zombie flick, and I just love Timothy. Um, but yeah, like we're also just. I'm just I saying, my life hasn't changed that much other than because it's like, oh, I already watch a ton of TV, like. <laughs> But you said you watched that Love is Blind, and that it was amazing, right, on Netflix?
1: Uh, It was amazing. I mean, for, I think they did a really, you know what they did that was smart, is they kept calling it The Experiment. It's just really like a sped up Bachelor. Yeah. That less about like the girls fighting i mean there was that aspect of the one girl fighting for the attention but the one thing about the bachelor is it really becomes like about the girls and the guys fighting each other a lot yeah
0: it's all about pitting people against each other that's why i liked unreal because it was you know based on producers of the bachelor and all the awful things they did but that didn't keep me from auditioning in dallas when i was bored and making it to the second interview
1: (laughs) god i would i would hate to see that take
0: Um, oh i know i'm sure it was funny because there was a girl that showed up in wedding lingerie like seriously crazy people that was why i went i'm like i want to see who's here like see what's going on as a comedian it was a study
1: Mm -hmm. i know right yeah i mean i always think if you have an opportunity to something like that you should definitely do it Mm -hmm. just so you have the story although I think when you've lived in LA long enough because we can have that opportunity we end up not doing it as much yeah you know jaded we're like uh yeah I mean I definitely have gotten more jaded to stuff because we know what it is but in the beginning when you're younger you have to do it
0: yeah, because you sure. said you were on, what was it, Blind Date? I know, because we talked a lot about this before I hit record, and I was like, oh yeah, we'll get back into this, because this was a funny discussion about beauty pageants and reality TV and what we do before we know what's going on. Yeah, well,
1: yeah. It's, it's funny to me, because yeah. you doing a beauty pageant cracked me up when I saw that on Facebook, because <laughs> yeah. you're so jaded. The idea of you doing a beauty pageant is hilarious.
0: Yeah, and, and that was what it was, is like, and they, like, I will say, like, what was interesting to me, and I met people along the way, like the guy who helped you pick out your dress and things like that, they were kind of impressed, because they're like, you're not really like the other people, they, this is their be-all, end-all, and I'm like, I know, I've never done anything like this before, it's just a matter of, hey, well, you sent me something, I'll do the Miss Texas USA, okay, and guess what, all you have to do is pay to play, and I got people to sponsor me so I didn't have to pay anything because oh, they, the yeah, they could just do it as a tax and they could just do it as a tax write off the funny thing is is I got like free stuff like um god it's been forever but I wish I could, uh, if I find the old picture maybe I'll add that to this where it said all my sponsors cuz one of them was like a cycling studio gave me like free <laughs> classes cuz I knew somebody who worked there and then I had like a free hair, and then people that my mom worked with just gave me the entry fee to write off their taxes. Like, <laughs> it was funny. Oh my, oh my
1: God.
0: But, yeah, they were just like, yeah, I'm like, I don't care if I, I mean, okay, you win, you win, and you can use this, but I was already looking at, like, oh, I can help my yoga business. I want to be a comedian. You get your name out there, and that's how I thought of it and was like, Shocked at how many people that this was the, what their dream was to either be Miss Texas USA or the Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. And, you know, that's why I've, you know, worked on an outline for years and just need to get down to writing it since I have so much time of a screenplay called Misanthropy, basically about learning a little bit more about these people. And, you know, some of them are perfectly good people, a lot of them turn out to be like lawyers and doctors and stuff like that. But then there is that crazy girl that's literal, this is her dream. And, you know, it's not just a stepping stone to bigger life.
1: I think it's so crazy or, like, interesting because the, the cheerleaders don't make that much money. No, they don't. Because
0: right? I worked for the Cowboys and we were the promotions team. And they got upset because of how much money we made compared to them. And it's like, but we can't do endorsements or do all the outside work. We just were the people that helped people with the games inside and stuff like that. And our outfits were cute, but they weren't Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. But, yeah, we made so much more money uh, than them, and it was a big deal, like –
1: yeah they make their money off of endorsing they make something crazy it's like forty thousand a year or something stupid right
0: oh they they uh well and i don't know if this has changed because i know there's been some lawsuits but i've had i had a friend who was a vikings cheerleader too and it's pretty well they make 50 bucks a game if if that like because some of the that's the cowboys like some of the other teams don't even pay that or didn't at the time um again uh, there was a lawsuit so some of that may have changed but yeah and they get paid 50 bucks a game plus they can do outside things where they get paid but they practice like three or four times a week like for long days and stuff so that's where they really get screwed but it is one of those things it's like that's your choice it's just like you know acting or comedy as we know It's sort of your choice to do things for free or for credit or for exposure. And you kind of have to do stuff like that if you want to get paid one day. It's just sort of like an internship. But, I mean, when people are just about the glamour, like, it's like beauty, you know, you think Miss Texas USA makes any money? No. Like, they get sort of like a nominal fee to do, like, you know, appearances and crap like that. But these jobs are not meant to make money. It's all about the glitz and the glamour. I mean
1: oh my god yeah i I do remember hearing well it's the same thing with uh like the playboy bunnies yeah the 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 centerfolds make i think it's something like fifty thousand dollars yeah because i've had a few
0: friends who were like centerfolds and it was like 25k for a different page but if you were the main one it was like 50 which is a good deal and they liked it they were like it was great i paid off my (laughs) student loans or stuff like that
1: yeah they're supposed to but then they're supposed to be at all the playboy events yeah and then if you were a cyber chick like cyber chick of the month then you you didn't get paid at all but you you know you got to go to the events or something it's very strange it's like what yeah it's really weird it's crazy
0: Well, it's just like Maxim's Hometown Hotties and other things like that. It's just like, it is what it is. If that's what you want to do to get your name out there and use that, great. But it's only meant to be a stepping stone to do paid work. It's not paid in itself. Or like, as I say, Playboy is paid like a big chunk, but then it is what it is after that.
1: Right, right. So crazy. So crazy. Oh my God. Well... The, the, that's kind of done. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think
0: there's there's still Playboy magazine. Yeah, there is. Uh, it's owned by a yeah. Canadian company now, um and they had taken out the nudes and made it just more like lingerie. Yeah, but then that didn't I go over that. well. But yeah. so they're back to nudes. But to me, a Playboy is iconic. I think it's art. Like I, I feel differently about Playboy than I do a lot of the other pornography out and there. And the articles but, yeah. are
1: written. Really yeah, well. they're great.
0: I would love to have an yeah. article in Playboy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah yeah i i think yeah i did i did read the magazine when they Mm. took out the nudes and i was like i was like well this isn't as cool like this is basically nothing wrong with boobies (laughs) yeah i was like this is like instagram they they tried to make it like instagram pictures and with that weird uh haze everyone has and i was like well then it's not playboy anymore the whole thing is it's supposed to feel a little titillating
0: and yeah. i know they took out playmate of the year this year which is crazy and it's just like i know that people think that they were evolving in one way with that but i'm like no stuff like Play, playboy was more artsy than any of the others so like i'm not sure why they kind of put it, it looped it in with that stuff but i mean with half dead i mean there's not much control there but he had no control for like the last 20 years of his life anyway really for the magazine. Cause I know the company in Canada cause I had a friend who he was a playboy photographer and yeah, like he's like, yeah, those guys have owned it for like as long as he worked with them. Right. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. So are you staying in Texas for the rest of this?
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, cause you really can't get back and there's not much to get back to. So it's like no difference is like, so I guess hopefully by May, I'm kind of annoyed cause I want to go back. <laughs> I
1: know yeah because you flew right
0: um, yeah like I flew out here because I don't even have my car anymore but we were looking um, but yeah it's just insane all of the um, dramatics going on but again like if it gets rid of this and saves lives fine but it's we don't know enough to really think is this it like
1: I know, we talked about driving to Houston, because Miles has a friend who lives in Houston that if LA gets really weird
0: Yeah, because that's more the safety stuff, is people can go crazy and I know there's been a lot of attempted break-ins and stuff there already, yeah
1: Yeah I mean, so far it's pretty mellow, and at least, it looks like the sun's up, but it's still pretty cold, but it's just like to think, oh my god, we're only at we haven't even hit week two, and we have another thirty days. 14 days. Yeah, yeah, we're almost at fourteen days. We're not at fourteen days yet. That's crazy. Yeah,
2: we're
1: almost. Yeah. We're, I'm saying we haven't hit week two.
2: Yeah.
1: And we're seeing this is great. <laughs> <laughs> See, he says we haven't. Yeah. I'm. We haven't hit week two. Week two would be the end of week two. Yeah. Correct.
0: Right. I, think so yeah because i was like that just started like last monday right like and then right yeah
1: so we haven't hit the end of week two would be it yeah i don't know they it would be nice if like the, they said you should meet in groups if i it would be nice if we had the test so you know you didn't have it and you yeah to visit people so you'd be like, "Oh, did you take the test? I took the test. Okay, you can come over here." You know,
0: like they did with AIDS, like in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like
0: they did with AIDS. That's awful. Yeah, Do just like AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> no, I
1: don't have AIDS. Come on yeah. over. Okay, cool. We
0: can. Yeah, we. we can you lingo. can go into the orgy. I I had a friend who one of his jobs in the eighties was to check and make sure people at orgies had condoms on because of the a huge AIDS outbreak
1: oh my god that's what a job yeah <laughs> do you got a glove on i've got a glove
0: on <laughs> yeah i love yeah, it yeah take a flashlight and check make sure you know they did preventative measures back then too and now i mean this obviously you don't have to you know exchange fluids for this to get you so it's a little different i guess but <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god oh boy
0: yeah um, I'm like, I've digressed into age jokes. Oh, I forgot to say, like, because speaking of glamour shots, that's what I used for the pageant is I just went to glamour shots and I'd never done that before. And it was really funny because my brother is probably going to be embarrassed if I share this, but he doesn't listen. So, like, he worked in the mall in Dallas when when I went to the glamour shots there to do this, and he worked at Brookstone. So after I got done, I went down (coughs) to the store And then I come in, and he goes, just so you know, I was wondering, who's this hot chick coming into the store? And I was like, oh, my God. And he's like, and then I realized it was you. It was like, oh, my God, that's not a hot chick. That's my sister. And his uh, uh, friend that worked with him was laughing, too. I'm like, I can't believe you shared that with me. All right, I oh had my, to do. do I had to go from AIDS put, to incest. So
1: <laughs> I know AIDS to incest. Do you remember they would put the cloth around you so they would do like? Oh yeah, they makeup.
0: implied nudity. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then they would do your hair that real big, and then they would put the cloth, like the material, just around you, and then they would overexpose your face. I'm oh, yeah. actually surprised that like for a little while I was like, they should bring back. Glamour shots.
0: I think they're still around. Are they not? Let me see. Cause I'm. That was like maybe 2012 when I did it. Wasn't no, that long ago? No so, way, really? Yeah, like cause I. I mean, it was still. I mean, there may still be one in North Park Mall. It's still around.
1: No fucking way. Yeah. Cause I. I had a really good idea. Cause Victoria's Secrets is like completely doesn't know how to save their stores they're brick but their and mortar stuff stores is
0: crap, like these days like i don't i bought like underwear recently and i'm like they already have holes in them and i'm like i've literally just washed these
1: like <laughs> yeah i know when. well and i think when you go into victoria's secret it's like the models and stuff it, it just it, not that i think their models should be like You know, but you're you're like, dude, this place makes me feel fucking weird. Yeah. You know. They're too helpful, too.
0: And it's like, you can tell they work on commission. But I'm like, which is cruel considering how cheap a lot of this stuff is. And I'm like you until you need something there are people all over you and then when you yeah, do like it's like they run away
1: the <laughs> yeah. you're so right They're like do you want to be measured for a bra and you're like dude no, no. i don't actually i feel very weird that you're asking them oh my god they have the worst lighting They're, they have bad lighting oh yeah you feel so bad about yourself but that's the idea the models I look so young and they're they're like basically you know spread eagle through the whole store that you're just like get me the fuck out of here and their perfume is oh yeah
0: that's horrible their beauty department i'm like why i went to a victoria's secret party like last year in la and like we got a bunch of stuff for free and i went and took it back to the store immediately i'm like it smells horrible my friend was like using it and i'm like dude no this is like garbage
1: Yeah, you smell like a cheap hooker. Yeah. Um, But I did think I was like, if I redid Victoria's Secrets, I would cut down all their stuff, like an agent provocateur and have like 20%, I'd have 20% of their stuff and I would put in like a photo experience. Oh yeah, that would be cute, yeah. Like a cool thing where you got like cute pictures that you could post since everyone wants to post shit and like, you know, yeah,
0: everything's a, a photo pe- booth now. Lingerie.
1: Like. Yeah. Everything's a photo experience, but make the pictures all blown out. And look good. You know, and, and have like a little champagne bar.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. I would all like that. Over
1: that shit. Yeah. I'm like, give me Victoria's secrets. I'll turn that shit right around and have the cute pictures, you know, of with models that are like cool.
0: That's what I always yeah. loved about Dallas is like some of those really like you know glitzy type shops that would like I mean they sold just like uh you know high end stuff like Tom Ford or whatever that you'd see at Saks and Neiman's but if it was like a locally owned thing like Tootsie's and I think that's still there they had a full bar in there it was awesome I'm like I can't afford these clothes but I'll come here and hang out and maybe peruse the sale rag
1: <laughs> sure they yeah. have the, like um my favorite thing in new york i went to the um i mean besides the plays and the musicals but i went to the breakfast at tiffany's oh, yeah. uh restaurant and i mean the tiffany's restaurant and it was
0: yeah they have one of those thing. in north park in dallas yeah
1: Oh, did they open up a Tiffany's restaurant there?
0: Yeah, that, it, I don't know if it's still there because a lot of stuff in that mall has shut down. But yeah, like they had a Tiffany's and it had a little breakfast at Tiffany's,
2: yeah.
1: Oh my God, yeah. this I was, it, I had a super hard time getting in. The first time I was in New York, I couldn't get a reservation. Then I was like on Resi and I had to keep running to my phone and like when it would beep and trying to mm-hmm. get in. And I ended up not getting i I got in but i ended up having to go by myself but it was like so fun it was it was the best meal i ever had by myself i wish i could have shared it with um my fiance or girlfriend but it was it was also the most expensive meal i've ever had by myself but it was super fun and i loved it so much and See, that's fun.
0: And even when you're by yourself, because like, as I said, I got stuck in Vegas. So I had to like come back to the airport the next morning. So I just went and because it was just before the shutdown, all the MGMs were still open. So I got a room at Caesars for under 70 bucks, and then I went and ate by myself, like, uh, br- brunch the next morning and dinner that night, and it was, like, really expensive meals myself too, because I went to Giada's for brunch. Oh, man, it was so good.
1: Oh, nice. yeah. I mean, like I'm an only child, I like so I probably have spent more time, like, <laughs> by myself, and <laughs> acting, I've traveled a lot, but Yeah, I mean, I've spent a lot of time by myself. And so I've learned, like, the pleasure of eating by myself and having a glass of wine by myself and traveling by myself. And sometimes I've actually learned that I like it. Because, oh, I know.
0: I love being by myself. Like, yeah. I, well, I lived in L.A. for six years by myself. Like, I had a roommate maybe, like, two months, and it was the worst because I'm like I, – and I like to go and do things by myself. If nobody wants to go, I'll just go. I'm not going to not go. <laughs>
1: Yeah, going to the movies by yourself is pretty fun oh yeah
0: especially if you eat an edible just beforehand and it kicks in right after the previews wonderful oh
1: i don't know mm-hmm. if i could eat an edible by myself <laughs> i could smoke weed by myself and an edible by myself would be a little
0: um... you just micro dose you'll be fine like take smaller oh, well, oh, yeah, doses maybe yeah a
1: little bit like a rice krispie treat I guess. oh
0: yeah Oh, I yeah, love the rice crispy treats. It's not a treats. brownie.
1: The rice Krispie treats are white. Yeah. A brownie, I might get a little too like into the cushion and fall asleep or something. Mm-hmm. I like a lunch. A, a lunch by myself with like two glasses of um, Pinot Grigio. That's nice. That's, I, I like that you're so specific. You know. You're
0: like with a Pinot Gris- with two glasses of Pinot Grigio. Like, oh, I know. Me, I'm always yeah. like I have at least a beer or a margarita, maybe like even if it's just chilies, it's whatever.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like white wine. I know. Yeah, at lunch by myself because I know how much I can drink by myself and not get too drunk. It, Cause I'm, you know, having to take care of myself, so I know exactly it. Like three is going to be too much by myself. I'm not going <laughs> to end up making an ass of myself. Yeah, but yeah, I really like. I can't believe how much I miss it like having lunch up out, outside. Right
0: I know, now. like, uh, and that's the thing is this is why. M- hopefully, after this, my mom will realize that me asking every year for Christmas for a kegerator and not getting one. It would have really come in handy because we could have had draft beer if I had that decorator. Oh, mm-hmm.
1: you know what you're getting next year? Yeah,
0: yeah. Finally.
1: I know. I, I put a meme out that said, "Remember places," and like a strip
0: <laughs> Places and things and.
1: <laughs> Remember places and things. Remember waitresses
0: and people. I miss them.
1: Yeah. Remember people. <laughs> yeah, you know the whole group Zoom thing. Yeah, it almost it makes it really freaky i don't know if i'm like it's kind of weird
0: yeah that's why i was like i'm doing these audio only it's going to be on a podcast because yeah like i've skyped for like jobs before or things like that like i get why like especially if you're doing auditions or whatever. But, and I tried to do Zoom the other day with the podcast because the company I'm doing another one with wanted us to use that. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do it audio only, though. Like,
1: mm -hmm. Skype is good. Skype, Mm -hmm. like, I do a lot of FaceTimes. I like FaceTimes. Like, I do that normally. I FaceTime Mm -hmm. people. I think Zoom, though, like, multiple people, you have to actually know the people really well to do yeah. it with like randos.
2: It feels... <laughs> do it with
1: randos like yeah people don't know who like who's talking like you have to have like a moderator that's really like on point <laughs> or else it's weird
0: yeah it's it funny was... my when i first moved to la my brother and i would facetime or like my mom would like to facetime or my grandma to see the dog they didn't so much care about seeing me um yeah. but yeah my brother would always just put his finger in front of it and be like look it's my wiener <laughs> <laughs> oh i like your brother he's funny
1: he's yeah. great
0: yeah it's just like this yeah. is what we do to one another
1: <laughs> oh my god he sounds like my cousins <laughs> that makes sense
0: you know, it's, we think things are funny. I mean, as I say, we, we have a lot of incest humor, and people are like, oh, you wouldn't joke about that stuff if you had that in your family. And it's like, yeah, we do. We have cousins who are in a cult. They call it Christi- a branch of Christianity, but it's a cult, and they're married to one another. Oh, my <laughs> God. Are
1: they first cousins? Yeah, they are. Oh, I love
0: so, that. So, she we can kids? joke about it. Oh, yeah, they do. A couple.
1: Oh my God! Are their
0: kids normal? I don't know. We we don't really talk to them. Like, uh, the, my dad was sort of cast out of that family for a while. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, he was t- the incest was okay, but my dad being you know a strip club DJ was not. <laughs> oh
1: my God,
0: that's great. It's funny what people Why did it. they think
1: the incest was okay? I, I
0: they, they 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 wanted to keep things in the family, they didn't like outsiders. This is how cults get on
1: oh that's like wrong turn it's great yeah, yeah. incest is the best <laughs> you know when i was at comic-con i feel like i told you this story mm. when we were at comic-con the best bar ever i only want to go back to Comic Con. oh yeah that trailer park
0: bar. bar yeah
1: that's the best. <laughs> i felt so at home in the trailer park bar
2: i know I, it reminded me of evil dead place. yeah
1: i know that was like we went there both nights in a row yeah um a mobile home park inside a bar that was and it was a cheap bar like all the cool parties we're gonna go into and that was my favorite
0: um i love that in the tipsy crow like that's one of my favorite oh you
1: Comic-Con got us spots. into that and then yeah. you ditched us for the hey, vip parties? i thing.
0: texted uh, no well, that was at a different place it was across from there though but yeah i texted you to come up there but i just had i snuck in behind seth green um to go up there <laughs> just <laughs> because Zachary Levi's party and because all the like Zach was up there and oh god I'd tell people what I that do like I snuck in behind Seth Green I ever had dancing yeah. at a
1: club in
0: my life I know I never dance but I dance at comic-con like and at Zach's yeah. party or the tipsy crow I'll, you'll you might see me dance because they play like really bad like 90s like it's rap really bad
1: like we Death Cab by Cutie, and mm-hmm. all the nerds yeah. were dancing at once. It was really kind of, and I was dancing by myself, like I'm in this crowd dancing with people I don't know. It was really fun. Um, But I actually had like this family come up to me and want me to autograph stuff. Oh, like a mom, cute. dad, yeah. no, 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 oh, no. <laughs> a no, mom, dad, brother, sister, and they're like missing teeth and they're like. <laughs> we're getting this for our sis, for our daughter she's a fan of yours and i knew for sure that they were all wrong
0: turn fans huh <laughs> uh, yeah
1: because didn't you fuck your like, brother in that yeah yeah they are like super super they're like you're her favorite actress she watches the movie every day and we all watch it together and they like wanted me to know like wink wink nod nod
0: so, was, like, <laughs> so not cute I at was, all
1: like this is so fucked up i don't even
0: know how i am so sad i missed that but then i was dancing to hollabat girl with zach
1: i know no they like came to the convention with a bunch of pictures printed like i was just like god
0: damn see that's that's way more weird than when i was a little girl and my dad took me to meet adam west and what i knew other than batman was because my dad had told me that he did a porno uh, lady Chatterley's, uh the happy hooker goes to hollywood and so of course that's what i asked him about is just like yay hey, um i heard you do this and he goes little girl i thought it was a comedy until they brought the second unit out <laughs>
1: oh my god what a great guy
0: it was so cute
1: how old were you uh,
0: i think i was at least 12 so it wasn't as creepy i'm like i wasn't that little but
1: Oh
2: well, it's kind of, well,
1: didn't you know about her? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, you are 12. Yeah. And you were 12 in the 80s. 12 mm-hmm. in the 80s, we were much more innocent no. than, like, a 12-year-old now would be like, right now?
0: I, like... I would have I been 12. I was born in 88, so I would have been 12 in 2000. I don't know.
1: Shut up,
0: you. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, uh, oh, the 80s would have been more fun and, and <laughs> more innocent. Shut
1: up you knew better wow. oh yeah <laughs> we were better. weird we were the weird family you, you were like well you were Texas
0: yeah, yeah I know I was like yeah. we had to grow up way too fast that's why it's like 12 would have been weird yeah
1: yeah. I mean I was just thinking why well, the like, other
0: kids couldn't hang out with us <laughs> I, I don't
1: they go over there they go to Hot Topic and Spencer's their yeah. parents allow them yeah, it's very strange.
0: I know. I got this Marilyn Manson shirt at his concert when I was like ten, and they wouldn't let me wear it at school.
1: <laughs> oh my god, your parents let you go oh. see Marilyn Manson at ten?
0: Well, yeah, my dad's the one who took us. Like, my and mom Marilyn was Manson not cool would be with like that.
1: mainstream now. Yeah. Like then, like Marilyn Manson was like, like I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't bring Marilyn Manson tapes in my house because they would be considered demonic. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Well, I mean, uh, I do beautiful people when I do karaoke. Oh, <laughs> my God. Like,
1: I what love what old Nancy. What's doing today. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's probably, he's probably in his house like the rest of LA.
0: Yeah, you're all holed <laughs> up. At least Trent Reznor released new Nine Inch Nails for us. Like, I was like, I knew our beacon of hope in this would be the Prince of Darkness.
1: And, and or... did he, like, do a cover of it where it says, like, wash your hands?
0: No, he just sent d- digital downloads. Uh, like, I got to download mine. Like, it's been slow because everybody wants to download the new Ghost. But <laughs> I oh, love God. Nine Inch Nails so much. Like, oh,
1: and- But Nine Inch Nails are, like... They were considered super hardcore, but now they, it's just, like, a soft version.
0: Well, and really then just so once hard. Trent quit, you know, he's sober now and he's married and has kids. Like, he is a little softer than he was. Like, but I loved, like, that was my favorite band when I was a kid. Nine Inch Nails. Like, <laughs>
1: yeah, I guess Kurt Cobain isn't, isn't, like, gonna release anything. That, that was, like, <laughs> that was really into Nirvana, yeah. I guess they're... So they're holding back they're not doing any new covers
0: yeah i mean it's kind (laughs) of hard from the grave (laughs)
1: yeah uh every band right now is doing like covers of stuff with saying wash like to wash their hands it's really annoying
0: oh that's
1: cute like the first 10 months
0: see i've never even heard of any of these but it must be like if if it wasn't trent reznor or rob thomas i don't know (laughs) because yeah i I loved matchbox 22 i did like the pussy rock as well but
1: (laughs) matchbox 22
0: I haven't heard any other songs in a long time yeah I, I still listen to a lot of matchbox 20 and they've still been putting out stuff and you know Rob, saw, oh, Rob Thomas 20. went solo yeah 20 yeah.
1: you know Kevin and Bean are no more
0: yeah I know or that Kevin, was devastating like, yeah, yeah cause Bean and, left and then just this last week they fired everybody
1: yeah during yeah. the whole thing I'm yeah like, you know what I just like the, the first the day anymore yeah, yeah. k-rock they is done even, yeah they're done they don't even play alternative music anymore like there's not even such thing as alternative music they get rid of kevin they already got rid of bean and they got rid of uh what's her face the uh, uh, karen on on the karen who did the Oh,
0: jeez. See, I was Loveline and Kevin and Bean is what I knew. And then uh, when Bean left, it was a big deal. When Loveline uh, left, it was a big deal. Because I remember listening to the last Loveline and the last Kevin and Bean just on my phone. Because that was, this is the end of an era. And, you know, my dad was in radio. So I've always been a fan of radio. and, And, like, that's why I like that podcasting is sort of the same thing, but just a little bit more global. And, you know, Adam Carolla, who's my favorite, like, I listen to him every day still, like.
1: Yeah, he's great. He's great.
0: Yeah, because he had. Yeah, I Kevin I feel like on, they did yeah. a
1: tricky thing with Kevin, where they're like, "Okay, we're gonna use this opportunity during this to have him bound." Yeah, it was pretty. Shitty. And then he didn't get to say goodbye to everyone, have a last broadcast or anything. That bullshit. And that's just and
0: how it, radio is, apparently. Yeah. Like, because Adam was talking about it, like in, in the situation with Kevin, and he brought him on to talk a little bit about it. Is like you know, Adam did different radio, and he was pretty well the replacement for Howard Stern for a lot of markets and stuff, and, like, yeah, the radio, he said radio and MTV always acted like you, they, that you were lucky to be there, no matter who you were, and that they would just drop people like a dime, no goodbyes, no nothing.
1: Yeah, radio is, like, I worked for Y107, and, um, I don't know if if you lived in LA, but Y107 was a, a competitor that popped up um for hmm. uh for T Rock. I was a basically I was like part of the street team. Oh yeah. And they were promo like
2: jobs. <laughs> yeah,
1: they did really, really well. I got to be on the radio like doing like why was seven? Oh yeah and things like that. So you would hear like all those little teasers and stuff, and then I would get to introduce bands on stage. Oh, but cool. They they were like definitely, um, they were definitely part of LA. And in the middle of a shift, we got a phone call. Like we went to turn it on, and they were just playing uh, Spanish music over and over and over. And then I got a phone call, and it said, "You know, we're in the van." And they're like, all of a sudden, our dude pulls over and he says, um, in the middle of the shift, he says, uh, those station just shut down. Like, we're done.
0: Yeah. And when they flip formats, they just flip it. There is no warning most of the time. No nothing. Yeah,
1: Yeah, there's no warning. So we're like, well, what are you talking about? They're like, this van's no longer by the station. And we're like, well, aren't we going to go home? No, you got to find a ride in the middle of the freeway the guy's like screaming kicking the thing and he's like the other guy who had been experienced in radio he's like welcome to radio guys he's like very cool I'm 18 years old and this was like a super cool job it was like yeah my first really rad job I'd ever had I worked for like the bank and I worked for insurance and I'm like well how do we get home they're like call a cab call a friend
2: Jesus. this car is yeah. not
1: insured it was very strange and this guy's like who'd been around the block and it's like mid-20s he's like that's how it works in radio no yeah. this isn't this isn't owned by the station anymore and they played, like, Spanish music on the same Spanish song on a loop for 24 hours, and it kicked into a Spanish station. Very weird.
0: Yeah, Very but weird. that's strangely
1: that's not, not that I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, that's I, mean. horrible. Yeah. It's a bad industry standard. It's it's terrible. So weird. But that was, that was me as a kid learning the
0: hard way the hard what's way the bright the radio's side of that radio's a bitch huh? yeah
1: <laughs> what's the bright side of that Lucretia?
0: well you have a good story to tell i mean that's literally crazy to stop right there and be like the vehicle's no longer insured get out call a cab figure yeah, it out but that's how radio Nor- is yeah
1: yeah i lived in orange county so yeah. i was like in the middle of the 405 like and the guy who you know he was he was like being extra dramatic of yeah. course i don't even yeah. remember actually how i got home or i had to probably get back to the station so I think maybe someone called a cab and we all drove back to the station and left the van there. It's very, very dramatic. Yeah. It's so funny. I I don't remember how I got back.
0: Well, and Kevin, he went into K-Rock Studios to try to say goodbye and, like, do that. They escorted him out of the building. Yeah, I heard that. They didn't even let him him do that, which it's like, yeah. I know when Conway Twitty Jr.'s show was off, what was it, KFI, or one of those. Oh, I used to
1: listen to Conway. When
0: it went off, like, he's back, and I know Gina Grad's back doing Conway, but Adam gave him his spot so he could say goodbye, because they were shutting down the whole thing, and Adam was one of the only ones that was going to be able to air before that, and he's like, well, Conway's been here the longest, I'm going to give it to him, like... (laughs) And that's just crazy that outside of that there would have been nothing, and he'd been on there for like ten years at the time, and but they don't care, and it's just really shitty, and it's kind of like to me this is sort of the bright side of radio going away when you know how dark it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, to not like Kevin like say goodbye and yeah. go on they like what? Yeah, he's years? been on the
0: yeah thirty years.
1: And there, and you have two security guards like standing there, like you know, you got to get out. Like he's not cleaning out his desk. He's not like hugging people. <laughs> I mean, I would be like, I would be throwing a goddamn fit. Horrible, horrible. God. Yeah horrible (laughs) right now they're disconnecting you you can't say goodbye to your mom
0: well and to me it's like a radio job would be something that would be still going on now because i know that i mean and it's something you can do from home because that's what bean was doing for years bean was doing it remotely with kevin for 10 years because he had moved to seattle and then he was he left you know completely when he was moving to london because it'd be a little harder but Yeah, it's just crazy. And that was just back in what, November? When Bean left, I think? Yeah.
1: Yeah, terrible crazy oh my god
0: I feel like I think
1: I I think I have to go and take a shower
0: (laughs) I know I feel like we've been talking forever so yeah I could talk
1: to you forever (laughs) that that is the bright side of the quarantine is I forget to take a shower or I forget time
0: oh I know I I called you an hour early and I'm like wait what time is it
1: (laughs) I I literally forget time I forget to eat I I've had been eating nonstop though, so I'm glad I'm forgetting to eat. And then like, where, like, do you think that everyone will just accept ten pounds extra of quarantine weight?
0: I think so. It's sort of like the freshman fifteen. It's the quarantine ten.
1: Yeah, I think so. We're just gonna okay, coin we're that. I'll be pissed about the people who like are like, I lost weight during the quarantine. Okay, I'm like
2: Fuck motherfucker. You,
1: bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, I used the time to write my novel. I lost 15 pounds, and I'm now in my perfect shape of my life. What did you do during the quarantine?
0: (laughs) I ate people like you.
1: (laughs) I slept more than I ever did in my life.
0: (laughs) I watched so much TV. It's unbelievable. I got to, like, level 40 in my game.
1: (laughs) I finished everything on Netflix. Yeah. All of it. I know all on Netflix. I watched everything
0: on Netflix. <laughs> well, speaking speaking of watching stuff, I guess since we're trying to wrap it up because I know you got to shower and I've got to go to the bathroom. We've been on the phone so long. Oh, um, I love you. What would you like to plug? Uh, like your socials oh. or some projects? Like what you were doing with Kyle and Megan? Like I know you have so much going on.
1: Oh well I make it is out on a limited, a very mm-hmm. limited thing. If you go on my Instagram under Sadie Katz, um, my film that I did in Italy, so you're supporting the director and the filmmaker there, um, it's there's a link to it and I guess just buzzing about it, it's about myself being a crazy nutball so but it's fun. actually very sophisticated <laughs> maybe it's 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 very much it has a it's a thriller with a twist ending um it's a little bit hard candy and a little bit misery oh,
2: yeah oh I love so, that
1: yeah I mean it's so it's cool and it's four bucks and so it's a sneak preview and it's on if you go on my Instagram and you go on my you know my profile and you can get that's where you get the link because it's on vimeo so it's it it will get a bigger release but because he's in italy and everything that's going on there he did like a kind of a limited release so i didn't know what was going on so if you click on that it's a really kind of unique movie because it's shot very you know italian so it's very artsy shot It's, it's a cool thriller um I'm really proud of it, and I have another film that's coming out, Amityville Harvest. Through like very very b silly movies. Um, oh, I love Amityville. So you know, <laughs> yeah, Amityville is well. That's not that's that's going to be a very fun, great movie. Oh, that's I. Cool. Thomas Churchill did that. That, oh, that yeah. will come out through Lionsgate. That's like a scary movie with lots of jumps, and that has Kyle Louder. So, if you're so fan, oh, yeah. the B silly movie is Clown Fear. Oh, and, cool. um, you know, watch at your own risk. There's some good stuff, there's some bad stuff. That's silly, fun, bridesmaid gets. bride and her bridesmaids, um, gets, you know, attacked by clowns. And there's some stuff I really love about it. Some stuff that I, I, you know, had some fun with. That's a classic B, um, movie, um, Amityville Harvest. I haven't seen yet, but what I have seen is actually really good. Um, Kyle Louders in it and, um, some other fun names, and that's really scary. <laughs> I actually saw it. And, you know, when you're shooting something. I'm sure I'll um,
0: think it's funny, I, but I'm weird.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's there's some jumps in it. And, oh, and cool. Churchill, like, it's actually like a real horror film. Like when I was shooting it, I was really scared. Like, I know when I'm shooting something and my heart's pounding and I'm uncomfortable and I'm really crying that's when I'm like, oh, this is scary, and I saw, um, when I went to do the, um, when I went to do the ADR session, and I was watching myself on the screen, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck, <laughs> this is scary, you scared yourself, I was like, yeah, I was like, dude, this movie's scary, um, that's when I know it's gonna be good, so, uh, it's a classic horror film. Like, you know, bad guy running with the fucking butcher and oh, like sweet. ghosts and yeah, that's this is almost I think Amityville Harvest is like a classic horror. Like I haven't I don't know if I've done like a real monster flick. Hmm. Like I've done a ghost flick, I've done a monster flick, I've done like bad guy flick you know. An
0: um, incest, horror like Yeah, incest. It,
2: <laughs> that, that's you its know, own genre. Gore,
1: like, you know, Blood Feast is like that, you know, horror, horror, gore, you know. So, but Amityville Harvest is like, if you're into vampire, you know, ghost, not ghost, but monster, that's it. So, cool. uh, mm-hmm. yeah. But Megan, I'm really excited about, so I'm kind of Jumping up and down, saying like, "I want people to see it and then talk about it on their social media, just to get some pre buzz, so when it gets released." Um, and Randy Wayne is in it, and I get to do bad things, Sam. So if you have problems with men i highly
0: (laughs) (laughs) i was assuming with hard candy meets misery i'm like oh you torture a guy i guess (laughs) yeah
1: yeah so that's fine and randy wayne's a great actor he's Mm. not he's not bad on the eyes and he's a good sport Mm. um you know and greg travis is in it as well if you're a fan of starship troopers i love that newcomer i know right and he's really great in the movie he plays randy wayne's dad and uh, newcomer Lily and I I won't even attempt her last name because she's Eastern European um, and I I should say it well but she's beautiful she's easy on the eyes she plays my sister and she's a really strong actress and um, yeah she's from Ukraine and she does a phenomenal job so yeah that's that's all I have to say about that Mm -hmm. and I hope you're safe. If, if I if I come to Texas, I, I'll, I'll yell at you and say, "Come see me from six feet away."
0: Yeah, we'll have we'll to have happen- like our six feet. Like, um, one well, yardstick is like uh, about three feet, so two yardsticks put together, and you should just be able to walk around with them. My grandma used to beat us
1: with one of
2: those. <laughs> that's how I know <laughs> what they the are. You can they... do
1: that, right? It's yeah, funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I miss you. I hope we see each other very soon.
0: Yeah, I miss you too. And hopefully, we don't have to wait till May for me to get back there. Or if you come here, um, there's plenty of space out here in Texas. So it's not as hard to stay six feet away. But since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L A C R E T I A L Y O N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And I have a new podcast. It's called Believe, B L E ad in soap operas so hence all the soap talk i've always been a big fan and you've heard that on here i've got now just a soap focus podcast through the believe network so yeah be sure to check that out new episodes every monday and possibly going to two a week at thursdays as well so yeah just catch all of your soap news there and see you next tuesday <music> Coming out of my range and I'm doing all right. Gotta, gotta be on because I wanna. See you next Tuesday.
2: Some folks have a strange idea entertainment.